origin of these broadcasts is unknown. What you are listening to is the recordings of intercepted transmissions. So, crossbow falls under guns or? No. No, he's explaining wrong. He's explaining wrong. So, it goes bow, and then there's it before it goes to gun, it goes to crossbow, but you can use a crossbow or a bow during gun. But you can't use a crossbow during regular bow season. You can from the start of crossbow, but last year. From the start of crossbow, not during Last regular year, bow season. Bow season, you could use a crossbow. Uh-huh. They changed it back to the normal way this year. But also, if it's you only have three weeks after the beginning of regular bow season. Also, if you have any like disabilities or anything. So is it always changing? Yes. The laws or whatever. Not. Or the se- yeah. are you talking about the seasons? The seasons I mean, no. like the regulations with a crossbow. Yeah, seasons. Yeah, that changes every now and then. Oh, okay. Just like coyotes, like we're not supposed to hunt coyotes with a gun or a rifle at night with spotlights. Hmm. But they just changed it this December because coyotes are getting out of hand. Out of out of control. Yeah. Like wild boars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see a bunch of roadkill coyotes all the time. Yeah, if you kill them, you get the summer fur. Why? What? They're fur bears. You should. There's some. You don't make much money. It's like couldn't you stop uh, interrupting me? <laughs> Can uh, I speak? For all our listeners, we have Cody on as a guest today. Woo. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the coyotes at my barn. Big? Massive. I sent a video to Cody Monday? Mm-hmm. Sunday. Sunday. And it legit looked like a German Shepherd, like a massive mm. furry German Shepherd, just Damn. running down through, playing with the geese. It was running through the geese. Trying to get one. No, my barn's a nature preserve. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The Cody was trying to get a geese. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I oh. meant. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, y'all are so funny. Billy, show them. They're just playing, t- you know. Tag. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Being That's friends. what I thought. They were just, you know, how nature be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah duck, duck, goose, duck, duck, dead goose. Ha ha ha. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, uh, I'm getting nervous about leaving the school. That's what I was gonna talk about. What if this episode plays after you already left? You still nervous? That's okay. That's okay. I don't know, like... He's nervous to be away from us for all that time, right? Yeah. That's what I... I knew it. No more family dinners. Yeah. Wait. Uh-uh. 
So you you yes, leave this here. weekend or next week? This Sunday. <gasps> oh, gee. So well, like technically. Sunday breakfast. Yeah, we might have to change it to breakfast. I can't do Sunday Christie's. breakfast. I can't, yes. I can't do that. I feed. We can go back to Christie's. And then you go Sundays? to the barn. Yeah. Come on, Lando. Come on, Lando. Yeah. Or Sunday lunches. I can oh. do a Sunday lunch. Yeah. Oh, Saturday night. Yeah, we can do. Oh. Oh, you know what he just sounded like when he said that? Oh, oh, like oh. that guy off Frozen. Big summer blowout. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just sounded like it again when he yeah. said, oh, <laughs> big summer blowout. That was probably my favorite part of that whole movie. Um, Are you just nervous to be alone? No, like I'm excited to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> nice little vacation, but uh, no, I'm just I I'm guess I guess it's like the just a, being back in a school setting. I hated school. Yeah, and I, it's not like your traditional school, right? It's all hands on or whatever. Yeah, um, that's nerve wracking. But like having a teacher and shit. And Is it more than just you? Yeah, there's um, so I've been talking with the with the counselor or whatever. It's like fifteen. Oh, so okay, that's okay. If if you embarrass yourself, somebody else probably does yeah, too. Yeah, hopefully. But it's there, not. it's like, f- f- I think there's, I'm the only one from Kentucky, so it's like it, people coming from all over. All the, over. And there's three, or me, and two other veterans. Oh, that's badass. Using their GI bills. Um, when do you get your rental car? Oh, I have to pick it up Saturday. This, oh. this Saturday. <laughs> oh. Good thing you remind me. Big nice. summer blowout. Oh. Oh. What is it? Oh, it's... An Escalade. Mm. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, it's an intermediate... Sized SUV. Yeah, intermediate SUV. It's probably like a like no. probably like a Jeep or an Explorer. Something like that. Yeah. The online Curio. through Enterprise. Curio. <laughs> I hope not. I hope it's like a little Geo Metro. Yeah. Um. It said equivalent to a to- Toyota Rav Four or something like so that. So maybe it's a Toyota Rav Four. Yeah, that's probably where you're gonna get or escape. Maybe, but my grandpa demanded or a Forerunner. A, a oh. Dude, I hate Ford Edges. They look like Mitch McConnell, <laughs> like Turtle Turtle Boy. Um, Mitch better have my money. <laughs> Y'all should know me well enough. <laughs> Uh, my grandpa insisted on getting all-wheel drive because there's a good chance of it snowing up in Ohio. Oh, yeah, most and driving back. Got a yeah. And I can't imagine my piece of shit race truck driving back and forth in the hell. <laughs> <laughs> I would be stuck big time. So that means yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bailey? What? What are you doing over there? I'm talking about Breeze. She's not worried about the podcast. Okay. Me and Cody's Co- taking over. Me and Cody take over. Because my boss at at uh, the job I'm leaving has mm-hmm. been unsupportive. Really? Yeah. Been a dick this whole time. And he keep, like he keeps saying like, "You're making a mistake leaving this company. Like you could be making or you'll be making a lot more money." I'm like, "There's no fucking way that you could be paying me." What you th- like? What I can the make? Po- yeah, what I can make. Didn't he tell you that it was stupid when you don't have to do any work and make less money than do more work and make more money? Yeah, yeah. Like he, he, he like today he said, 
um, you know, tomorrow's going to be your last easy day for the rest of your life. You're never, you're going to have to start doing real work. I'm no, like, that's a lie because Jessica's brother, Spencer, he's a diesel mechanic mm-hmm. and he makes bank and like, yeah, obviously he's a hard worker, but he said, she had told me recently cause I was talking to her about you Yeah, and she was like, there's some days he doesn't do anything yeah. and he's still making bank while he's doing nothing. Yeah. Like when I was talking with that customer I was talking about, he, he was saying that, or we brought up like chasing the dollar and that's like, I, I was told him, I was like my, my other manager, that was the first thing he asked me. He was like, are you just chasing a dollar or is this a good opportunity for it? Cause he, he really cared about, what I'm doing as the other manager that didn't. And I was talking to that customer. I was like, you know, when you're young, you have to chase a dollar until you've built a cushion. Yeah. Or until you find a career that's going to set you up for success. Right. So I was like, I have all these arguments. It's just, he's not worth my time. No, not (laughs) worth the breath. Don't waste your breath. So you're going to melt your sock. I'm excited. Did you put a hole in the sock or any? No. Oh. You know what sounds good? A bean burrito with chips and salsa. Yeah. Can we do that for dinner? Damn. We need to hire him for our uh, marketing. Yeah. Can we do that for dinner? Sure. Okay. Bean burritos? Burrito. Not you. You're not invited. You got hamburger helper at home. It's all about California burritos. Does El Rodeo have that? No. <gasps> Guess what I got? What, California burrito? No. Oh, you could take go black. Oh, shit. You yeah, bought I, it? I ate it on my breakfast the other day. Hell yeah. Yeah, and oh, you could take a repost it on their story. No, they didn't. They did. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, sorry. I just hit this. Yeah, they reposted it on their story. You know what's funny? What? I was listening to Soul King today. Yeah. And they were talking about California burritos. No, no they way. Were. I didn't listen to today's I episode. Remember. It wasn't like a recent episode. It was like an older episode. Uh-huh. Hillbilly Horror Stories. Um, oh, you could take a sponsors them now. There's yeah. they're they've been reaching out to sponsor a lot of podcasts lately. You know who they haven't reached out to? Yeah. Us. <laughs> Not yet. But I I mean I keep commenting on all their stuff and liking. I'll and I'll post a um I'll post a story on the podcast page tomorrow okay. morning when I make breakfast. Yeah, that, or what kind of breakfast did you have it on? Um, I made a turkey, vegan cheese, and egg white. Um, what kind of muffin is that? English muffin. Yeah. No bacon? No. Turkey. No grease? I'm not going vegan. I'm not going vegan. It just is what I made. And then I put black on it. Yeah, that probably made it way better than what you just described. It was okay. The cheese wasn't that great, but you live, I feel you learn. Like any, was it a fake cheese? Yeah. It's a vegan cheese, yeah. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, it's not fake. It's plant based. It's not real cheese. It's not cheese, but dairy hurts my stomach sometimes, so I have to pick and choose my battles. Is it similar to like the Impossible stuff? No, that's that's meat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought it was like a genre or something. No, it's Im- Impossible meats, but the Impossible meats. Cody likes the Impossible Burger. From from who? I couldn't get through it because it smells like spam. Like it uh. smells like not good. Um, their sausage is pretty good. Hmm. I wouldn't yeah. choose it over a regular beef patty. Cody's a meat eater. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I can't wait to tell the people about today's to- topic and how Cody pronounces it. Uh, that's a good segue. So, Well, you tell them what it is. This is your episode. Um, so today. Boom. That's a good, that's a good hint right there. if you get a package on your door don't touch it um so today's topic is a unabomber cody how do you say it unabomber 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 (laughs) all right tell me mr but tell me about mr unabomber so mr unabomber also known as theodore john Kaczynski. That is the most memorable last name. Kaczynski, yeah. Yeah. Is it a spider? No. Okay. Uh, born May 22nd, 1942 in the good state of Illinois. I thought you were going to say Ohio. For some reason, Ohio's been on my mind lately because there's a lot of murderers that come from there. Well, Chicago, Illinois, to be exact. So... This guy, before I get into it, was fucking smart. Like, when I was going through doing the notes, I was like, I just kept getting impressed and impressed until he started killing people. But, <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. He's, like, really smart. So. Trigger warning. People died this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's trigger warning. So his parents, uh, parents, Wanda, Wanda. Cosmo? Theresa. <gasps> Teresa. Teresa. Oh. And Theodore Roosevelt, I mean, <laughs> Theodore Theodore Richard Kaczynski were working class, second generation Polish Americans. Richard was a sausage maker, speaking of meats. Yum. And they had a, well, Ted had a younger brother named David Kaczynski. So family of four. When Ted was younger, they moved in, in and around I was going to ask you about this. Is it Chi-Town or Chi-Town? Cody? Chi-Town? The professional pronouncer? Uh, out here, a lot of people call it Chi-Town. Chi? Chi. Chi? Mm-hmm. Like Chi-Tea? Yeah. Chi. I always wondered. So in and around uh, Chicago, they moved um, his second elementary school. Yeah, second elementary school. He scored a 167 IQ score. Damn, that's like genius. Yeah, that's like way up there. And that, so, uh, all through elementary school, all school in general, he was uh, smarty pants, and he was able to skip the sixth grade. Like, that's how smart he was. Dang. Just, no, I don't need sixth grade. (laughs) So, after skipping ahead, um, Ted later stated that he didn't fit in and was bullied because... He skipped a grade and was so smart. Yeah, so he was young. Kids are mean. Yeah. Like, kids are mean. Yeah. My daughter's mean. She's a little, <laughs> little shithead. Um, as time went on, uh, Wanda, or what'd you say the, from the Jetsons? Or he what? did not just say Cosmo and Wanda from the Jetsons. Oh, fairly odd parents. So I was like, <laughs> Wanda, oh yeah. Um, so Wanda said she was worried about his social development. That's Gr- fair. Yeah. Um, even considered an autistic study for him. Yeah. I mean, you can't blame him at the time because whether the parents or the schools were trying to push him right because of his education level right because he's smart so it's right. no fault of his own um 
So we skip ahead to high school. Ted attended Evergreen Park Community High School, still in Chicago. So did he always stay a grade ahead? Up until... Okay, I'm getting ahead, sorry. Yeah, up until... Yeah, so he was one grade ahead up until high school. Um, I lost my track. Oh, attended Evergreen Park. Yeah, a high school where he blew up the competition. LOL. <laughs> uh, top top of his class, all like through the big like through freshman sophomore blah blah blah, and he became obsessed with mathematics. So that, that's a good sign. Of, you know what I like about math? I always liked math in school. Do you know why? Good nerd. What did you like in school besides PE? I like hot chicks, drugs, <laughs> beer. For real, what did you like in high school? Um, you seem like a history guy. <laughs> I did like history. Like yeah. I, I always wanted to be a history teacher, but um, I liked math because you know what? In math, mm-hmm. there's always an answer to something. That's true. It's always the same answer. That's true. I, I mean, in high school in general, the one class that like I really liked was small engines. Do you, you guys? You got to take small engines in school. Yeah, we had so like our. It's like part of a. Kentucky sucks. Some kind of program like you had, you could take uh, woodworking, automotive, or small engines. Yeah, we we did not do that. We had Damn. no for oh, electives. No, our electives were like um, photography. Um, I took a web design class. Like those were our electives. I think we yeah we did have photography. And then in your later years, you could co-op or you could do like helping periods where you would work mm-hmm. in the office or help a teacher. Oh, it was co-op. You go work out? Yeah. And, oh, yeah no, we, you go work. You leave school to go to work. Oh, okay. We had that. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't have no woodwork. That's yeah, badass. Working and woodworking slash, uh, what do they call it? CAD design oh, on, on the computer. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. And that, um, in automotive, I remember I had a couple of friends in automotive. For their final, they would, oh, fuck, how unprofessional unprof- of me. <laughs> Okay, whoever's 502-254-6904, Don't give them that number. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Um, for the final in automotive, Won't they it had, be his new job? Like, are you still okay uh, to come next week? <laughs> <laughs> um, the final in automotive, they had the, like, com- I think it was an engine swap on a on a donated car to the to the school yeah it was pretty that was cool. your final for automotive but oh. for small engines we had to go out into the community <laughs> go out into the community and um get a non-running like lawnmower or whatever a uh, small engine um bring it back to school completely tear it down and rebuild it address the situation and then yeah and then for the final i had to start and operate was, did you pass a blown motor? Yeah, like then you got to pl- replace the rods. Do small o- motors have rods? I'm sure the school had oh, the parts. The school did buy the parts, yeah. Oh, yeah, but we, we had to make a list of like the parts we needed. Um, some stuff that we had there, but yeah. <laughs> that, was the, that was the funnest class I've ever had. Um, where was I? We keep distracting him. It's okay. Oh, okay. Obsessive mathematics. Um, he was placed in advanced classes. Like, did you have that here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
We're not all the way dumb. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what did you guys call it? It was like ours was AP. AP. Okay, yeah, the same thing. Um, so he skipped again, eleventh grade. <gasps> what? From sophomore to senior, straight to senior. Yeah. Dang. And he graduated high school at the age of fifteen. Dang. Yeah. Dude, what are you driving? Here? I know. So that I, I could see where the bullying comes into play. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um. So he attended Harvard on a scholarship in 1958 at 16 years old. Holy Harvard fucking college. Got his bachelor's in mathematics with a 3.12 GPA. At Harvard? At Harvard. Woo-wee. Yeah. So then from there, uh, oh, no, this is a little side note. During his second year at Harvard, uh, Ted participated in a psychological study. And this they the FBI kind of commented on this. Um, on is it the this, Stanford prison experiment? No, but it re- <laughs> it reminded me. No, yes, no. MK Ultra. There, no way. You no, know, there's conspiracies saying that uh, I forget the the one the professor that um, did the study. Uh, there's the FBI was saying that it, there's possible links to to MK Ultra. That, that yeah, that it was an MK Ultra thing, and they also the FBI also said that um, this study. Could be, could have been one of the major reasons that kind of like messed him up to become a killer. Well, okay, so what was the study? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I did No, I didn't. I have a little asterisk, but I didn't add to the asterisk. To it. Um, it was like, from what I remember, I you, don't remember. You know what? You go ahead. I'll look it yeah, up because I'm curious up. now. So he went. Wait, what year? Uh, Nineteen fifty-eight. Okay. Yeah, either 58 or 59. I think it was 58. So then after that, he went on to get his master's and PhD in math and mathematics. Damn. 1964 to 1967. So he was pretty damn smart. Um, after that, he had some teaching jobs. Uh, I think it was Berkeley. And then in 1971... Uh, Ted moves to a remote cabin in Montana, which is plays a big part uh, that he built. That was a cool. I didn't know that. He built his own cabin. Yeah, oh. It was really small, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, it was like a... I forget the square footage. Yeah. Little, uh, he barely had a dollar to his name. No electricity. Oh, my goodness. Listen to this. After So they would submit an essay... The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would submit an essay. After each of the students was, after they submitted the essay, essay, each of the students was sat in front of bright lights wired to electrodes and subjected to what Murray himself described as sweeping and personality, personally abusive interrogations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they used like their stories against them. Their like, essays against yeah, him? Big mental fuck invasion um so yeah he had little money no electricity at the cabin no running water and he taught himself how to live off the land so total hippie so this man was an actual genius goes to harvard at 15 Mm -hmm. gets two phds Mm -hmm. and goes to the woods 
Well, yeah, he does a couple of teaching jobs in between, but he just gets fed up with yeah, everything. Society. Yeah, I would too. Um. So yeah, so he learns how to live off the land, hunt, and do all that. Country boy terms. Country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he, okay. So be, he becomes so deeply attached to nature and his surroundings that when a development company came in and started you know developing um something in ted just snapped he He's dedicated tree <laughs> yeah he dedicated himself to uh reading about sociology and political philosophy at this point and learning about big government and you know how all, all that stuff works and vowed to get back at the man pretty much Damn. So his, well, okay, so now we get to the actual attacks. His first bomb was a mail bomb sent to Buckley Christ. It's a funny name. Okay, keep going. Uh, May 25th, 1978. The package was found in a campus parking lot at the University of Illinois with Christ, Christ's Jesus Christ's Christ return address <laughs> on it. Um, Buckley uh, acting sus because he did not, or he did, yeah, he did not send a package. So he contacted campus police and Officer Terry Marker, Terry Marker, Magic Marker, opened the package and guess what happened? It blew up. It did. Wait, I'm a little bit confused. So it was written to... Jesus Christ or from Jesus Christ? I think from. Because it was the, re- yeah, the return. So was it written to the college? Maybe. Huh. I don't know. Because I guess that's how it came back to him because the return address on it. And then right. Buckley was like, I didn't send a package lately. Oh, so he's probably just making addresses up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he does mind game Like he's smart yeah. like that or whatever. So that one explodes, and the officer's left hand was injured. He didn't Dang. die. No, I hope he was right-handed. No dust on, no dust on that one. <laughs> and um, or what did you say? Trigger? Yeah, trigger warning. I already, oh. I already said trigger warning. But I think at this at this point, everybody that listens to our podcast knows that every single episode is a trigger warning. Well, I just want to say I'm going to be laughing at stuff, and I don't mean like this was real stuff that happened and people lost their lives, <clears throat> but it's part of the story. Part of the story. I'm just, you know, just because I laugh, yeah. it doesn't mean I'm actually think it's funny. Yeah. So 1979, Ted had a bomb placed on American airlines flight 444, which was a Boeing 727 from Chicago to Washington, DC. The bomb ended up being faulty so it didn't explode. They got lucky. But it did produce smoke in the cargo. It was under the plane in the cargo cargo hold. And the smoke filled up the plane, which forced an emergency landing. <gasps> Could you imagine being on a plane and just starting to smell smoke? Dude, I'd be freaking the I fuck out. I would cry. Wasn't the plane full of like... I'd poop myself. Like a lot of women and children. Oh, I didn't see that. Makes sense. But... So this got the attention of the FBI. This is how the FBI got involved. Um, So it got the attention of the FBI because bombing of any airliner is a federal crime. So naturally the... Well, shouldn't bombing in general be a federal crime? Yeah, but... 
I get it. Airlines there, are. I think there's. This is only the second bomb in his. Bomb. Yeah, but bombing's still a federal offense. Yeah, but that little, like the little one on the college, I don't think. Didn't hurt. It, it, yeah, M80, but. It was more, I get what you're saying. There were a lot of people on the plane. Yeah. Well, it probably didn't get to the FBI in time. Right. Or whatever, reported and whatever. So, um, this is when the FBI established the name Unabomber. Or, as Cody likes to say. Unabomber. Unabomber, which stands for University and Airline Bomber. Because I didn't know who, they didn't have a face, they didn't know who it was yet. It was a mystery person. You know, I thought Una always, like, no, that doesn't make sense. I was going to say anonymous, but. Oh. Uh, I mean. Anonymous starts with an A, not a U. Well, you're talking about unanimous. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, after the first couple of bombs <clears throat> Ted began leaving the initials FC on different parts which stood for Freedom Club so now he's how, yeah but how he, he's putting FC on there like they're gonna know what that means No, yeah and not until he comes out with that manifesto right um, yeah so no one knows really but as soon as like to me when he started doing this and with the Freedom Club thing, now he's like an extremist, like, right to me. So, because he has like an idea ideology now, whatever. But right, it's very very uh cult minded. Yeah, that's what I was trying. Yeah, cult minded. So Ted's first kill was in 1985. Hugh Scruton, yeah, Hugh Scruton, Sacramento, California. He picked up the package in his computer store parking lot, and the bomb went off, killed mm-hmm. him, and it was a nail and splinter type bomb. <gasps> so Ooh. it shot like nail, like he packed the bomb with different Nails, stuff, right. and so when it, it explodes, impale. yeah. That I hope this is gonna probably sound shitty, but I hope he died fast because that would be I think incredibly yeah. painful. Yeah, that would suck. Just laying there bleeding out, you know? God, now I'm torn because I've always been that person that I'm like, okay, if you're driving down the road and you see a box, it probably has puppies in it, so you need to stop and pick it up. When I'm over here thinking, okay, is it puppies or is it mom? Like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, after watching, especially watching the show, every package or anything to do with mail now, I'm like... Sketch. I'm leaving all the packages on the porch. We'll have to poke it with some, like, poles or something. We need to train our dogs to... As bomb dogs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm not going to cover every bomb because there's like 13. There's a lot. But so he takes a six-year break and um, then he strikes again. And nobody's catching him because he's in BFE. Exactly. Which So you don't find out till later, but um, well, I'm kind of skipping ahead. But he so he lives in Montana. Right. He'll he drives to California to mail the bombs. What? Yeah, that's how he's not getting caught. That's insane. So right. he he's going to random like drop boxes in California. Yeah, not he, Montana. I think he was taking the bus or something. Yeah, because he didn't have a car. He was taking a bus coming. So in. he's just riding the bus with bombs. Yeah, well, one at a time. 
Well, yeah, but like, can you imagine just sitting on the freaking bus with a USPS yeah. box on your no. lap that's a, a ticking time bomb, literally? No one knew. Yeah, but so, I mean, that's, oh, that's crazy. So, 93, yeah, 1993. David, I don't even know how to say his name. G E L E R N T E R. Gelernter. Gelernter. G E L E R N T E R. Gelernter. 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 So I call him David G. Um, he was another computer science, uh, oh, he was a computer science professor at University of Yale. Injured, survived. Uh, Char- I'm just going to go through these. Charles Epstein. <gasps> yeah, I need to look into this one because I, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, damn, there's some kind of connection. Um, he was another professor. UC San Francisco lost several fingers. Oh. So... From what I can tell, like bomb after bomb, they're getting a little bigger, a little more deadlier. Because you could, you'll you'll see. Besides the guy that the computer store owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. So we haven't got to the second death. Oh, actually, here we go. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-four, uh, public relations firm. Um, Thomas J. Moser, dead. 1995, Gilbert Brent Murray, Murray, Murray. He is the president of a timber industry lobbying group. And... D.E.D.? No, he survived. That's good. Um, yeah, so where was it? 1995. Yeah, there's a bunch of little ones in between. but So 17 bombs total, or 17 bombings total. He only had three confirmed kills. Good. I mean, it's not good that three people died, but good that only three people yeah. died. He injured 23 or something like that. Um, so he got, he was busted April 3rd, 1996. And the FBI has been pretty much running around in a chicken coop this whole time until they, um, think they recruited yeah they recruited james r fitzgerald um he was a criminal profile profiler um early in his career and then when he came on to this task force he specialized in forensic linguistics and threat assessment which the linguist forensic linguistics is or just linguistics in general you're studying speech and words and stuff like that looking for patterns um, his work profiling the Unabomber's 35,000-word manifesto was the most impor- important part in solving the case. Did he write it by hand? Yeah. No. Who? No. The bomber? Yeah, the manifesto. No, he, he, he typed, typed it. it. Yeah, all, every everything he did was on a typewriter. Huh. No computers, no nothing. Spooky. So he, he would do... So he had the initials FC on stuff. Right. And then he would mail letters to different companies, different people, um, different news outlets. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to get his name out there Mm because he didn't think he was going to get caught or attention. I don't know, something with attention. But right. 
And then he writes up this manifesto, which is um, pretty much describing like how the government is fucking everyone and how society's just a sheep and following along and not, you know, pretty Fair. much like what's Telling going the truth. on. Yeah, going on today. <laughs> but um, uh, he wanted that published. This was like part of. Um, like turning himself, I think he wanted to turn himself. Oh, in like or that something. was part of the deal. He's yeah. like, I'll turn myself in if you publish. Yeah, yours. yeah, yeah. So, um, I think the Washington, yeah, Washington Post was the only one that agreed to pub to publish it, and then the FBI tried to do, tried to a loophole. Yeah, something like that. But they got him finally in 1996. Do you know how they got him? No, I don't. How they get him, Cody? You got to come closer to the mic. Yeah. I didn't see this. What? Oh, David. Oh, fucking David. David. Not David. David. David's wife. Go, David's wife. Like something about the letters. The sketch. Oh. No, the letters, and then they called the FBI and they told them blah blah blah. Well, they told them that they won't. They didn't want their names. To be like out in public about them telling on his brother. Oh, like, they want to be. As like found him every news station and where they were. David at. and his wife. It was David and his Damn. wife. So they wanted to be anonymous then. So, question Were all the bombs like the same? Were they just like smaller boxes or were they big? Uh, small. And small. he had like, I don't know if he had an obsession with wood, but a lot of his bombs were, um, had different like wood parts. Oh. He used like different parts of wood and stuff. Um, I think that was just because he, he was had a lot of time. And na- yeah, nature freak. He had but a lot of time. And wood is free when you're out in the wilderness. True. And you know his, they picked his whole entire cabin up and put it in a museum. No way. Did they really? Where at? I don't know. Can't oh, man. That would be Dang. cool to see one day. Yeah. In person. But, um, uh, what was I say? Oh, Fitzgerald. Um, what was the movie called? Or that series, Manhunt? Manhunt. If you, yeah, go go on Netflix and look up Manhunt. Um, they did one on the Olympic bomber. That one was really good. That what one, was that one called? Manhunt Olympic Games. Olympic oh. Games. Yeah, and then uh, they just did one on the Unabomber. But um, on the one part of the show of the series or whatever. Uh, Fitzgerald or Fitz, they called him, was going through the like how he was breaking down that manifesto, and it's just crazy how you can take someone's speech because they word placement, yeah. repetitive words, and, even like punctuation placement. Yeah, and the uh, t- consi- cons- consistencies. Ted? No, I was trying to say his last Kaczynski. name. Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Um, he was misspelling a lot of certain words on purpose i was gonna say he had to be doing it on purpose with how smart he is yeah and it wasn't necessarily that they were misspelled as like in not late not an old language but different style of language back in the day like that was one way to say the word to spell the word and then as time went on like there versus there type thing something like that yeah so hmm. th- he had the study, uh, Fitz had to study that and 
go back in um, documents and stuff and find out like where that originated. Yeah. And like who studied under that and all that stuff. And like he was interviewing professors from around the country and, and the FBI were paying them to, to try to figure out like pretty much trying to profile this guy the whole time. That was cool. That's insane. That probably cost a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Can't imagine. But they like, I forget how many years this went on, but I remember watching an interview, uh, FBI interview and they were talking about how they didn't care about the budget on this because they really wanted to get, really the wanted guy, to get yeah. this guy. So that's all I had on. Is he still alive? Ted, Ted Kaczynski? Uh, I, I think he, I think he's still alive. Oh, uh, oh, fuck, Rudolph. Eric Rudolph. Yes. Oh yeah. Did you see at the end of, uh, at the end of the, yeah. He was. Eric Rudolph was right. Right. Manifesto to send to. Yeah. Their their cells were. Yeah. Never read it. He said they said he never read it. Wow. Oh, look at the cabin. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll post a picture of the cabin on Instagram. Yeah. Supposedly they all became like jailmate friends. Like they would like. Dude. Talk to to each other from like letters and stuff. That's. Imagine if they weren't in jail and they're all friends. Ugh. All three bombing people. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, the Unabomber. Unabomber. <laughs> Unabomber. I, well, I watched the show first and then I went and did the notes. But not knowing anything about the Unabomber, the show is really good. I haven't gotten to watch it. Cody's been watching it without me. Yeah, I want to watch it again, but I, do you know the actor's name that played Fitz? Because I recognize him. Yeah, I think he played on Avatar. He was a dude in the wheelchair. Pretty sure. Hmm. But I didn't expect, because uh, the first episode had no-name actors. Oh. Or the first uh, series or whatever. Right. And then this this one had bigger names you know what though in the first series the guy that was the victim i can't remember his name oh that the, worked no yeah that's him that's from avatar yeah that's the avatar guy the guy that like worked at the olympics that they were trying to pin it on remember? oh yeah i loved him yeah he i was, loved him he was a good actor in the first one the guy they tried the, to pin it on yeah uh, on who? the the, um, the olympic, olympic bo- yeah, yeah. Oh, no, jerry jerry I don't know, but I loved him. Yeah. I hated his mom, though. She was a bitch. Yeah, but he was my favorite. I loved his voice. Cody thought it was annoying, but I loved it. Yeah, the way you know he... You what I just started watching? The murder of... Or the assassination of Gianni Versace. Oh. You know what I've been watching? The Among g- Us. We've been playing a lot. <laughs> yeah, we have been playing. Y'all played without me last night? We're waiting for you. Cody never told me a code. You didn't want to get on. So he didn't, oh but he didn't tell me gosh. a code. She, I asked if she wanted to play. She said he no. didn't tell me a code. Uh, I'm sick. Damn, uh, I did not say I'm sick. No, you said I don't feel right. Yeah, exactly. That's I not sick. I no, right. I said I don't feel right. And you didn't want to play, so don't even. 
I'll be there tonight. Yeah. You don't want no smoke. Same time. We've been playing the same time every night. I know. Um, so, yeah, that was a good episode. I suggest go watch it. If you don't know anything about the Unabomber. Um, even if even if you do, go watch it because it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a really good show. And you kind of you get the FBI's point of view. Perspective. Yeah, perspective, which a lot of people don't, you know, really care about. They're just like, oh, the bomb, you right. know, whatever. But they did, I mean, the work they did was impressive. Yeah. So, um, Facebook.com, Conspiracy Burrito. Podcast. Conspiracy Burrito Taco Truck. Go leave us a listener suggestion and also join in make some conversation about the topics or just say hi yeah let us know how you feel about the topics um make sure you leave us a review wherever you listen um the only place we know how to look right now for reviews is on apple if you're leaving a review somewhere else and we're not talking about it screenshot let us know. yeah um post it on the group yep instagram is at the official conspiracy burrito i am b underscore auction and ryan is conspiracy burrito ryan uh, we got koozies on the way. Yes. And you know how you can get a koozie? Patreon.com backslash the conspiracy burrito. There's three tiers three tiers to choose from. One dollar, you're a little bean burrito. Five dollars. No. S- what? One dollar's frozen burrito. Oh, microwave bur- yeah, gas station burrito. Don't be knocking my bean burrito like that. Five dollars is the bean burrito. And the Mac Daddy California Burrito ten dollar tier, um, you get stuff with all the tiers, and it doesn't even matter about what you get. It, what matters is that you're part of the family, you're supporting our podcast, and we're delivering with great audio. Great audio. <laughs> we, our philosophy, our foundation for the podcast is giving back to our followers. So. There's a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipeline, and we want you to be part of it. So stick with us, and peace out, gross goat. Later, Gator. Transmission terminated.